if you like talking. Women. Ladies. Men. Topic. Conversations. And occasional uninformed politics. Multiple, Multiple Talking, talking women, women is for you. Hit it! I'm your host, Lana Brown. And I'm your co-host, Felicity Bramblebush. And, and welcome, welcome to Multiple, Multiple Talking, talking women. women. Our guest today is Michaela Watkins. I'm jazzed. I'm jazzed. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm pleased jazzed. and jazzed. Michaela no, is okay. an actress that has been in so many different things, you would think, what is this person, a chameleon? And yet the through line of it all <laughs> is this kind of witty dryness. There's a kindness also behind mm -hmm. it, a sweetness, and it's like, I'd like to be that person's friend. She comes across as smart, but not overpowering. She's self-deprecating, but confident. She's kind of everything, a modern-day witch. And if I could just jump in very quick, modern-day witch, indeed. Um, she stars on the new show, uh, Tiny Beautiful Things, and you play. Oh, I, I, yes, thank you. I, I, I have, a, I, I recur. I, I, I come in and out. To yeah. me, you star. Yeah, thank I mean, you. you're starring you in you it always, when you're there. You always star, <laughs> and you play this very supportive uh, friend who runs a bar. And I, you know, I, I was watching you, and I thought, I wonder if Michaela is this kind of person in life to her friends, where they just come to her, they do not ask her how she is. Yeah. She is just expected to support them through and through you know what i i will tell you something i that is um that can you tell me your name one more time, please i'm sorry i'm felicity bramble bush I, uh, mm -hmm. bramble bush mm -hmm. okay just and i'm lana brown mm -hmm. <laughs> okay thank you mm -hmm. um i'm still michaela watkins paula gherkin hi paula mm -hmm. paula is so sensible um I, I, yes, I'm going to say, I'm going to go ahead and, and take the mantle and say, yes, that is probably me. I mean, it, no coincidence that I do love to offer unsolicited advice anyway. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that's, you know, I think, I think I'm socially awkward and my way of connecting to people mm -hmm. is uh, to just sort of skip the, mm -hmm. um, the people, you're a safe haven. Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to think I'm a safe haven. Yeah. I try to not to be. I'm, I try not to be judgmental. We're all judgmental, but I try not to be. And I also am probably a highly sensitive person, mm. so I'm very. Com com I have a lot of compassion. compassion. Uh, where does Michaela Watkins go when she needs to mm. unload? <laughs> <laughs> she has two dogs. So I have, that, a, that I have a wonderful maybe. bathroom yeah. <laughs> with a. a what do you call those things a where you... Bidet? Bidet. No. God, I oh. would kill for a bidet. Oh, they sell them all the time. So you can just hook them right onto the toilet. sell them all the you time. You can hook it to my your toilet. My partner has one. one. My male mm -hmm. partner. I have one. Mm -hmm. yeah. You do? Yeah, oh, you they're super common now. But you can, can you hook it to your toilet? You buy it. It's like a long rectangle. It hooks on. It taps mm -hmm. into the water supply. You put it on your and toilet. There you go. You can connect it. You connect it to Does the Women have to be careful, it's, though. It's why? Because it can happen? spray from behind, and then it sprays some of the bacterias into the other place that you mm -hmm. don't want that. Okay. Mm -hmm. The bacterias. Is multiple bacteria? I don't know. Have you ever had one bacteria? <laughs> a toilet tech has come a long way. Yeah. They have toilet seat warmers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I still prefer a, what, a, a cushion on my seat. Oh, my God. Old school. Mm -hmm. I do. It's it's cr it's cracking. I'd love to get back to what she was going to tell us was in her bathroom. <laughs> mm, I would, too. Yeah, it's so it's not a bidet. What's, no, what's in there? <laughs> no, it's uh, uh, will you put your feet up and you squatty, oh, squatty, squatty potty, squatty. squatty. Oh, squatty. for sure. Yeah. Lines your, it lines your colon up. Properly. And everything just yeah. slithers out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
Don't say slithers. Well, depending Mama. on where you're at, it either mm-hmm. slithers or clunks. Like know. a mm-hmm. newborn calf. Yes. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Getting straight to the veal farm. <laughs> so you unload in your squatty potty. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I unload. Oh, God, where do I unload? Um, I kind of. I, I I also lean on my friends. You yeah. know, I lean on my friends a lot. Mm-hmm. I lean on my husband a, a shit ton. Mm. Uh, he's a very he's very receptive to hearing mm-hmm. me, and uh, most of the time acts like he's listening. So he's a good man, good. I think. He yeah, seems he, like a sensible man. Oh, he's a very sensible man. He's a he's a good man. He's he's yeah. like uh, he's. I, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. It's been 12 years. It's he, not going to drop, I don't think. I hope not. One day he, like, snaps my neck, and <laughs> you're like, I I don't know. She's very happy with him. She never had a bad thing to say about him. Couldn't have been him. Oh. No. No. I, I love that there would, if there's a male version of snapped because Lord knows they snap. I think there is. It's called everyday life. It's called Proud Boys. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. It's called Daily Mashing. I also want to hear about the movie with Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Oh, I would love to talk about this movie. Oh, let's dig into it. I am so excited about it. I I, I have to say. It's It's You Hurt My Feelings? It's called You Hurt My Feelings, which is already a problematic title because people have said, what's the name of your movie? And I say, You Hurt My Feelings. And they go, why? Oh, oh my God. But that's, (laughs) that's a fun jumping off point. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that and how the title pertains. Oh God, you guys make me laugh. Um, I it's called it was called Beth and Don. Oh. And it's Julie Louis Dreyfus and Tobias Menzies. Oh Jesus, he's a good one. Oh, you've watched Outlander. I mean, I've watched Outlander. It's hard for me to watch the parts where he's the evil one. I know. Doing he's the so crazy evil. things. He's so freaking evil. He's a, he's a sadist, yeah. A sadist. Yeah. And then he is so gentle and kind in modern time, present time. Yeah. So gentle and kind. I haven't watched the... Recent season of Outlander? No, that. <laughs> but also, I haven't watched... Oh, God, guys. The Crown? Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was about to say The Queen's Gambit. Well, basically it's all this. the same thing, right? Chess, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Queen's Gambits. <laughs> hey, you're um, right on track. I haven't watched. I watched the first few episodes. It was great. It was yeah. really, it was like a Attenborough movie. But oh, um, they're it. beautiful. But mm-hmm. I haven't, I, and I need to catch up. But like 500 seasons catch up. But mm-hmm. he is a love oh. and a talent. And Julie Louis-Dreyfus is is the goat, in my opinion. Have you worked with her before? Yeah, yeah. I have. <laughs> uh, New um, Adventures of Old Christine. Oh, right, of course, of course, correct, of course, correct. of course. And of course. Veep and... Uh, of course, of course, of course. I feel like there was something else. And both of you were on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. And I believe you topics. found out you were cast on Saturday Night Live when you were working on the New Adventures of Old Christine. Yes, she was the first person I told because I came out for the curtain call. We were taping, and I just had my... I just found out, and then I walked on stage, and my jaw was on the floor. I mean, guys, it was weird. And I That's said, to, and she hugged me, and I said, I just, I, I, I just got SNL. <laughs> what did she say? She said, we're going to get a drink. Oh, oh And I was like, but I have to be on a 5 a.m. flight. But oh, yes, I have to stay. You I never say no drink. to having a drink with yeah, Julie. Yeah, absolutely not. Oh, no, I went. And then I was like, I was freaking out. I had two cats. Well, I mean, it was insane. 
That I, kind of shows you the kind of person, though, that Michaela is because the, the animals are front and center. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, let's circle back real quick to this movie. You heard my feelings because yes, we don't want to lo- leave that. But then I do want to dig into Saturday Night Law. Uh, I, I do, too. Mm-hmm. And, and I just want to also quickly interject that I've been listening to uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus's new podcast. Oh, yeah. Wise Women Wiser. Yes. Then yes. yes. Where she's she talks mm-hmm. to women who are older and wiser mm-hmm. than her. I have a which. How much do we need that? Very much, very much. And I have a vested interest in knowing more about older women because of something personal that I'm going through. Oh, which is um, dealing with my husband who is aroused by the elderly, and so I'm just always trying to like, get. What are we talking here? Septuagenarians? That's or? right. And so okay. I'm always trying to get it more knowledge so that I can. You don't have to tell every guest. Well, I, I'm always to looking. Tell every guest. I'm always looking. And how did you ad- discover this about your husband? I've a very sticky stack of AARP magazines. Wow! Mm-hmm. Wow! That's right. And um, a number of photos found on his um, official computers. He's a Republican senator. And moving on, back to your movie. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's you know. So is like you. You probably, how is he around Diane Feinstein? <laughs> Obsessed. Okay. Yeah. There's an investigation, which we won't get into, today, <laughs> but there's an investigation. But how we got some of those photos. Thank you for letting me share. Back to, um, back to You Hurt My Feelings. Um, okay, back to You Hurt My Feelings. So it was called Beth and Don. It, you know, it's really, it's about this, um, it focuses on this couple who are married, and she's a creative person. She's a writer. And... Uh, and it, it, the whole movie is sort of a meditation on, like, how do we lie to our creative partner? Oh, mm. Jesus. I know yeah. that, that game. I know. Mm. And it is so good. I play Julia's sister. Mm. I also have a creative partner. My husband is Arian Moyed from Succession. Oh, wow. And he is an actor in this movie. He, I mean, he's an actor in life. Sure. He plays an actor in the movie. And it's, you know, it really is interesting. It's it's very universally felt. It's a movie I miss so much. It's like Woody Allen movies, but without the Woody Allen nonsense. Right. But it's people talking. It's Just, people talking about... So there's nobody who's dating their daughter in this? Their young no, daughter? No, not one That's great. person. That's great. Lusting after seventeen-year-olds in this, Perfect. except oh, true, for other seventeen-year-olds. We need that Woody Allen-esque minus that part. Yeah, of it. but made mm-hmm. by Nicole Hofstadter. Oh, mm-hmm. geez, an incredible mm-hmm. indie filmmaker, and I love that you know who she is because a lot of people don't know who she is, and she's prolific. Mm-hmm. She, yes, she did enough said with Julia Louis-Dreyfus too. If you ever, I love that. James. Gilder. Do you oh, get God. a part like that because your history with Julia Louis-Dreyfus? Do you well, have to audition? How does that that's work? That's a very thank you for that question. Mm. Um, I. I'm happy to say that I did not have to audition for this. It's an interesting thing. You know, we were in a pandemic lockdown, and none of us wanted to leave our house after houses anyway. Right. Mm -hmm. When we started to emerge. Mm -hmm. And I certainly didn't want to put on Spanx and get dressed up and go to a premiere. Please. But I was at the premiere for The Dropout, which is a show I did. And I forced myself to go, and I was like, why do we do this? Why do we do this to ourselves? Why am I wearing... These you look really good, though. I saw those videos. pictures. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, so. But I ran into Nicole Hofstetter. This is why we do this. Not uh, that's why. for that, but because we actually interact and see other people. And chance happenings like this mm-hmm. happened where um, I saw her and I love her. She directed Enlightened, which is a show I did oh, a yes. long time ago. Mm. So I met her then. And I don't think I'd worked 
with Nicole since that, but that that might have been the only time. But we we liked each other very much, and we stayed. Oh, I was in enough said. I'm so dumb. Right. That's what I. Th- <laughs> that's what I thought. Yay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> enough said. But most of my stuff was cut mm-hmm. because we didn't get the coverage properly for it. But it's fine. Whatever. Anyway, she wrote me a very heartfelt letter when she had to cut my scene down from that's that. That's kind. And mm-hmm. I thought, who does that? Mm-hmm. She, you know, we've stayed like acquaintances this whole time. Anyway, I see her. She says, hey. I said, how you doing? She said, I'm making my movie. I said, that's great. She goes, with Julia. And I said, that's great. And and she said, um, I said, does she have a sister? And she goes, no, she has a best friend. And I said, oh. And she goes, are you in New York or L.A.? I said, I'm in L.A. She goes, oh, we're shooting in New York, and I have to hire people from New York. I said, oh, okay, oh, well, all right, okay, bye. <laughs> you know. My manager calls me like a month or two later and says, if if you could do Nicole's movie, would you figure out how to live in New York? Yes. <laughs> and be a local, like not. Mm-hmm. In, and I said, I could live with my cousin. I could, I guess I could put myself up. I would do anything to work with Nicole. Yes. And I said, and she said, um, I think you would play Julia's best friend, whatever. Anyway, when... I got the script. Nicole sent it to me and said, I made you guys sisters oh. because I thought that was such a good idea. And let me tell you something. It works so much better for the movie. It works so much better. You, you look can, alike, though. You do. You look we like her younger sister. It's yes. crazy. Also, you can say anything to your sister. You can say right. anything to your sister. We have scenes with our mom. It always was a little weird that her best friend... I mean, it's nice that she was close with her best friend, but right. now it changes the whole dynamics. They share mm-hmm. a mother. They share... They, mm-hmm. they're very close. Like we know a lot of sisters, we know a lot of sisters who are very like that's their primary person, mm-hmm. and that's how it is with these two. Mm-hmm. And Julie and I both have sisters. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's very close with her younger sister. I'm very close with my older sisters. It is. It's like we know this relationship mm-hmm. very well, and so I think it's very lived in. I like it. Is this too earnest for this podcast? No, no, I can no, feel no, a pin really drop. Beautiful. I'm loving and, it. You know, it, it, it makes me think because, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm not an actor. Well, I'm a flat, you know, we, community. We met on the set of, of community production on of the set. On the set. <laughs> There's a set? There's a cityscape made of cat say things? Set for theater. Is there not a set you behind theater? Fine, but that's a, not the way I most people think of it. The stage, we were both Jellicle cats, but I was also the understudy. You're both Jellicle cats? Yeah, there's Jellicle cats. They're multiple. Oh, they're multiple. Multiple cats. Yeah. Multiple yeah. cats. Yeah. Multiple cats. I was um, understudy they for... They were ensemble. Oh. Gus, the theater cat also. But, I mean, <laughs> the things we did to get those roles. And, you know, a, a, as an as an actor... What when did you do to get well, the role? I, um, I said, I Gus some... is the cat at the theater mm. door. His name, as I ought to have told you before, uh-huh. is mm-hmm. really asparagus. But that's such a fuss to pronounce that we usually call him just Gus. Wow, this yeah. is weird that you were just, just community because you're very good. Thank you. Yeah, I didn't get that part, but Jellicle, Cats in Leotards. And we got mm-hmm. really close, even though we're very different. We I did. see you're still wearing a, a leotard here. Yeah, black Jellicle leotard. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can hop from place to place. And mm-hmm. how, what did you have to do to get the role? You said it sort of lasciviously. Well, I had an, um, I actually don't remember. I have a lapses in memory. Yeah. <laughs> I was attacked. Um, oh, I'm for so being. Sorry. No, I was attacked by the cast. 
attacked by the yeah. cat. <laughs> with, mm-hmm. Like violently with or with words? With words. Um, with, with, with words, though, it was, it was slightly, well, it wasn't, there was a chase involved and I did slip. And um, oh. there's chunks I don't. I we don't, thought I don't we were just rehearsing, and all of a oh. sudden she's like, "You're not an easy person to be friends with." No. Oh well, you know what? That's fair. It's hard to be friends with someone who's perfect. <laughs> I'm sorry I said it. I'm sorry. So Somebody speaking of perfect, to. back to Michaela. Ba- back to my question for you. Um, people I know it, it, because I live in proximity to Los Angeles, and mm-hmm. people who work in the business, and yeah. um, you know, for so many years, you are trying to get just get someone to choose you pick. Pick me, pick me. I don't care what the job is. Uh, let me do it. Just choose know, me. Yeah. And at some point, it's you get to a point, which I think maybe you are now, where you you also can choose mm-hmm. the person. And so now you're at this point, like with Nicole, where mm-hmm. you both you choose each other. It's a more symbiotic relationship. Yeah. When when did that ha- when did that jump from a choose choose me cho- choose mm-hmm. me choose me to we choose each other? Happen? I have a guess. After casual. Maybe things started mm. to oh, yeah. turn into. Maybe you're right. You got to choose some stuff. Yeah, maybe. I got I got to be a little more choosy. God. That was a very good answer because I, did my I had to really think about it. I I thought that was a great fun question too because I have to really think about that um, mm. because you know that is so true about when you're like choose me choose me and I think I speak for all of us uh, maybe not you Don Don no. is it Don Paula Paula. <laughs> Although Dawn would also is fitting if Ooh, it was spelled D-O-N. Sure. Except as Paula. Um, pa- except, I don't know, Paula, I don't know if you've gotten down and dirty in this biz. But, no, it's um, nonsense. Okay. Um, <laughs> so sensible, Paula. Um, but I, I, I mean... You know what I shudder from all the time? Do you remember those clip shows that they did on like VH1 and all that sure. where we would just take down celebrities and yes. just say the meanest possible yes. thing <laughs> you could possibly say and like you would garner laughs from the producers if you went real like obnoxious mm-hmm. and how we were encouraged to it, it was so like it was it's so insidious. It's a different it? culture mm-hmm. now, hopefully. Mm-hmm. A little bit it, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, yes and no. Like, yes and no. I mean, but that thing of, that's when, like, Perez Hilton was just coming mm-hmm. out of the scene and all that. Man, I just, I I remember I made, like, there was one, the only time I ever put my foot down, there was one Kirstie Alley joke that I just did not feel oh. okay with. Mm. I probably even did it. I just remember giving a fuss. And they were, like, trying to talk me into why it, it was funny. And I was like, it's awful. And and but we did it because right. we were like choose me, right. you know. Oh, right. Probably attacking appearance, right? Because that was like low hanging fruit. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. No, the choose mm-hmm. me culture of Hollywood is difficult. Millennials, I think, are softening things a little. They're like choose me, but treat me right, and then I'll mm. be nice to you. I know. You know what? Mm. I was just listening to the radio on my way here, mm. and they were talking about schools in California and how students this is a good thing, mm-hmm. feel so much safer, hold on, this is a two-parter, feel so much safer in school in terms of, like, the bullying is not, I mm-hmm. mean, mm-hmm. when I grew up, it was like throwing kids in lockers <laughs> and, too. like, dunking sure. them in toilets was just like, oh, well, that's happening over there. Sure. Whatever, carry on. But now, like, they're, they have outlets for emotions, they have, they're seen, they're felt, they're, mm-hmm. they're heard, like, emotionally and psychologically, amazing. Their biggest anxiety, of course, is getting shot. 
but um, mm-hmm. which we have to do something about that because right. that's absurd. You're a big advocate for huge. For <laughs> so aren't we I all? I, I'm I'm not an advocate because it's an organization that I support. It's a movement, yes. and mm-hmm. it's not my movement. It's all of our movement. Mm-hmm. Right. It's it's everybody's. It's mm-hmm. it's not. There's nobody in charge. It's like it's very unique in that way. It's just like. Women are really good at planning weddings. Why have we never planned to stop guns from infiltrating mm-hmm. every aspect of our society? Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I have love blasters in my house, which are like mm-hmm. feather dusters. Mm-hmm. And you just give someone a little tickle when you're feeling <laughs> anything, and it's like, okay, I've expressed oh, myself. A love blaster? Yeah, blasting love. Jesus. Yeah, mm-hmm. you just tickle them with love. Yeah, tickle them with love. But I believe uh, I think we have a right to live mm-hmm. we have a right to i agree we have a right to live mm-hmm. yeah yes. so maybe less guns anyway <laughs> and also can i just throw in there per- certain people are being blamed for all the problems in the world and yeah. it's not the people who are doing the problem why are you staring at me well listen i mean you, you got marjorie taylor green who i know is your personal hero i adore her um mm-hmm. and and moms for liberty and all that and mm-hmm. they're just like let's ban abortion and so they just did it why are we what are we doing why don't we stop letting them dictate exactly everything and why don't the women who want you know to not get shot and to decide what we do with our bodies why don't we start playing chess when let them yeah. blow bubbles the chess that's the real queen's yeah. gambit to bring it full circle there we go playing chess mm. that's right and there we are go. and we will mm-hmm. and hey as much as i love you you're gonna lose this race i'm inviting you all to my table you're gonna lose this race <laughs> i'm gonna tickle the hell out of your body with my love blaster um and it's something we all need to be very aware of if you want to live if you don't then go do your thing yeah um sure yeah, no, it's like guns really have metastasized in this country mm-hmm. big time. And so I do, I feel very passionately, but not in in the way where I'm like, there. like I said, this is not an organization. This is not an ego. There is nobody. Right. I get nothing out of this. Right. We don't, we're not asking for money. We're asking for involvement. We're yes. asking everybody to be, we don't, we're not coming to you for money. We're not going to ask every single representative. No, we have, we're all of us coming together to ask one guy right now, the governor of Colorado, to say like, hey, we have an executive order. We want to ban new gun sales and we want to um, offer a buyback. And we, we are your biggest voting block right now, mm-hmm. we women. And mm-hmm. we don't use it. Because we there's, don't a, use there's our a march power. happening in uh, Denver. I got my ticket. Oh, it's not a march. It's not a, uh, it's no. a gathering. It's a gathering. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, no megaphones, no marching. Mm-hmm. Just get your oat milk latte, mm-hmm. get your Lululemons on. Get your, mm-hmm. get your, get your, all your, your, oh, I bring like your yoga mat. Well, mm-hmm. I'm glad you're coming. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have my ticket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of Republican women coming, mm-hmm. actually. Good. Good. I will say. Good. Um, this feels like a good, this feels like a good time to get back to SNL. Yes. I'm sorry. Is this really bad that I'm uh, talking well, about She's that? the boss. No, I'm just a producer. We want to talk about everything. Okay. So SNL, you really I just made don't want to miss out on time and not get to hear because we promised our listeners we're going to go back to it and if you do that you have to do it okay. at some point Touché. edit ha- at well nope yeah we won't edit any of that out except the hems and the haws because we're going to stay strong on the hog for this one that's right all right so you get the call that every comedian dreams of uh, which is saturday night life oh well, so say it one more time saturday night, night life. Horny. saturday night life. okay 
Look, I lived in a lot of places. I'm trying to, you know. No, I loved it. There were so many ends in Saturday. <laughs> That's right. Saturday Night Live Live Saturday Night Live. And you really made your mark there pretty quickly with some great characters. Oh you know, God. it's fun because You're you nice. can play a variety of ages. Tell us about your experience on the show. Well, you know Edie Patterson, who I'm sure you have had oh, or God, will have she, on your show. We yes, hope to, to acclaim her. Yeah. She's uh, she's on my one of my favorite shows. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. By Joe, the way. I love her on that you show. You were on. Mighty Gemstones. <laughs> oh, what was the show Almighty. you were on? You were the, on the show. Ge- gemstones. Nope. Who's in Gemstones that was also on your... Walter... Walter. Uh, oh, Walter uh, Goggins. Yeah, Walter Goggins. Walter, Walter. Walton. Walton. Walton Goggins, yes. Yeah, that's a... We were Walton in the Goggins. One degree of separation. Oh, yes, perfect. Walton Goggins is the real deal, he's man. Funny. That guy is the greatest cat he's I've a, ever known. He's a wild card. Oh, he's... What was that show? Uh, it's called The Unicorn. The Unicorn. Yes. Yeah, I lost it. And lost it was it. a CBS series. We went two seasons. Yeah. And, uh, and then they, they canceled us. But um, Walton... Ugh, what a dude! Like, I'm like, is this guy for meal for for meal? Yeah, for dinner? <laughs> he could be he for a meal. meal? I would um, I would too. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not a lot of meat on that bone. Um, it's all right. I like him wider yeah, like that. But boy, he's uh, yeah, he's um, he's felt. Mm-hmm. But he is mighty. He is ah, I love Walton so much. That was and my he's bad. incredible on Edie's show. But yeah, my whole point about Edie yeah. is Edie used to describe me as a. When okay, when I met Edie, when we were doing Growlings, I was in my early thirties and I had it going on, and she called she called me a seventy year old in a hot girl's body, and that has always been my favorite compliment. <laughs> your your husband mm-hmm. would be really into my personality, but, but not, not the body. body. It's a little too young. Body, so yeah. I'm trying to just switch that. Yeah, you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He likes he likes infantile seventy year olds. That's incorrect. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> That's wow. <laughs> but what a great description. <laughs> and then, because you play lots of people. My hero, you played Ariana Huffington's. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, your no, hero. Yes. Mm-hmm. Barbara Walters. Barbara Walters, right, oh, right, gosh. yeah. That's fantastic. I know. I played a lot of the old people on SNL. No, but you really play people with personality. Oh, oh okay. Thank you. That's I appreciate fine. you. Did you enjoy that or um, no? And we don't have to I c- loved it. Yeah, I did. I loved it. I. It's so funny. I remember people are like, oh, my God. Are you so happy? And I was like, happy. Right. Happy. You're like overwhelmed. Am I happy? <laughs> is this what happy is this what happiness is supposed to feel like? Because I don't know if I'm happy. Because it's a lot of work, right? It's and a lot of work. It's a lot of stress. It's a lot of listen, you know Growling Sunday Company. If you can make it through Growling Sunday Company, you, if you can make it there, you'll make it anywhere. Because mm. it is the hardest you'll ever work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so Saturday Night Live was not harder in that respect. Did you have a, a like a partner in crime while you were there? No. Like oh. that's the thing. It's mm. like I needed a partner in crime. Mm. I it was I, I felt very um like everybody kind of out to just survive. Mm. I've heard so, this before. Yeah. Can you explain Groundling Sunday Company for okay. those who don't know what that is? Groundling Sunday Company as Groundlings is the very famous sketch comedy pre-eminent. improv yes. theater in mm-hmm. Los Angeles. Preeminent. And uh Form, first and foremost in Groundlings Improv Histories. 
Um, you know, other people have spawned there, like yeah. Second City and UCB, but Groundlings is like born and raised there. Mm-hmm. And how old is Groundlings now, would you uh, say? Almost 50 next year. Wow, really? Because they mm-hmm. were born when I was. Holy <laughs> shit. 1947. Wow. 74. 1947. 74, 74, 1974. She's 76 years old. 50 in a year. I'm away from my husband. Shouldn't be sharing. Please yeah, right. Um, and so the Sunday Company is the top level of the school before you mm-hmm. become a, a main company member, if that is on, is that is what's next. And uh, it's, it's you write a new show every single week. So you're constantly reinventing characters and, and inventing new characters. And you have to like... And, and you've got the main company that's voting on you, so they're giving you feedback like, well, I, I want to see more of this, or I haven't seen an, that side of you, or because they want the most versatile people in the main company right. as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. So they just are stretching and stretching and stretching. I don't think I've ever been so stretched, and I don't think I ever will be again. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I sort of am worried sometimes that I'm atrophying comedically because I'm not pushing myself out in those bounds for the reason that Paula you were sort of saying like or or I guess you were saying uh Lana Felicity Felicity Felicity, I'm (laughs) Lana you should be able to tell by Felicity it's very you know stringent and I know Lana is so is so gooey sexy and Felicity is just your asshole is just so tight um okay so Ginger Duggar's daughter is named Felicity, by the way. So there you go. Oh, thank you. The other one is named Evangeline. I'm an evangelist. Beautiful names. Oh, lovely. Okay. Um, the idea was, that you can choose. Oh, and is that what you were going to get back to? Yeah, yeah like that, once that's people start offering you sure. parts, then you're you're kind they're kind of all in your wheelhouse that they've mm. seen and they sort of know and they know it's some version. And I'm always trying to like do something unique that I've not done before within this like small space but I think Groundling Sunday Company I don't think there's anything like it and no. and I would say it stretched me way more than SNL ever could because mm-hmm. wow because you know I did not find SNL workload hard I found it actually mm. not that hard after I, I what I found hard was mentally I just right. found it sort of I, I did not feel the cohesion that I right. do of the Groundlings mm-hmm. like Groundlings and especially I feel like when I was coming through the Groundlings like women women really came together there and we were like a unit there I mean it first of all it was a big age span I was sharing an office with a 21 year old I mm-hmm. was 37 you Amazing. know what I mean so like Amazing. poor girl she didn't have a lot in common with her old fucking you know office mate and then and then there were only two other women and um casey wilson who's Mm. amazing Mm -hmm. amazing woman and abby were like closer in age so i think they probably hooked up Kristen wig would have been my person Kristen wig was the i think to date the most utilized busy person at Mm -hmm. snl because she's a comedic genius Mm -hmm. and she's that versatile and every writer of course, wants to feature Kristen because she's going to make gold she's gonna and hay out of everything that they do. So poor Kristen was like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how she, like, for her. Well, we'll I find out when she comes here and talks to the the oh, multiple talking women. But Perfect. Yes. Good. I mean, she can tell you about. She had a great experience there, and and I, I, I mean, it it was amazing to see her workload and the way that she kind of effortlessly I wouldn't say effortlessly it was exhausting for her but the way that she she's just a pro all the way and she's amazing but anyway she would have been probably my go-to person as a woman Mm. 
uh, and so then that left the, all the dudes, and the dudes all had girlfriends and lives <laughs> outside of work, and um, and and so I think I just I think my closest friend at the time was Jason Sudeikis because he was sort of between relationships because everybody oh. else was mm. like as he is now too probably mm. probably <laughs> love Ted Lasso yeah wow love Ted Lasso the, the look on your face suggests you don't love anything <laughs> I don't have to make a big thing about it okay all right <laughs> just checking <laughs> now I want to you said you mentioned Sunday Company yeah you wrote a sketch in Sunday Company mm-hmm. that you based a show off a television show oh that's correct and you did a full a full season of a show yeah based on one sketch right that's how it all started and that was born out of snl rejection Ooh. yeah let's because, go there for yeah a let's go okay so i got hole. dumped by snl i was not asked back for another season as and how as did I, that i mean to to fail on such a public stage is so spectacular I don't think it was a fail because you're putting yourself with Sarah Silverman and Chris Rock and Andy Sandler. Yeah, but still it hurts. I don't it probably know if hurts, and though. Not Andy Sandler. I'm thinking Andy. of um, Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. I Jesus. think you're thinking of Ben Stiller, who did like. Adam but also Sandler. Adam Sandler was fire. What? Yeah, yeah, but he did a few seasons. Still, but, um, but yes, no. Look, I have no regrets, and 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 in retrospect. I couldn't actually be happier about the outcome. Right. I mean, but look, I do now. <laughs> but I I think that at the time it felt like a major rejection. Mm. I had moved all my crap to New York mm. and uh and I also felt like I had a good year. Like Yeah, you did. That's the crazy thing. Like that was it doesn't make sense. Thing. Yeah. And I I was a team player. Like I wasn't No, it was I tried to I mean, I got all. So my fear. This is what it was, really. It was my ego. It's like my fear was that people would think that people who didn't watch the show would think I was fired because I would sucked, and people who did watch the show and thought I was good on it would think I was fired because maybe I was an asshole. Mm. And both of those were not were not true. I didn't think true. No. And and so I felt very embarrassed. I don't know what the perception was, but the warmth afterwards was was nice but I was unemployed and then Damon Jones who was a groundling was you know going through a breakup and we both felt like losers and so we got together and wrote a spec script and so something was born out of it alpha sketch um, about a woman who the sketch was really about a woman who you know tells everybody off at work and and then the elevator doors don't close it's it's really a sketch about elevator doors but it (laughs) right but it became the elevator humor is the best humor elevator humor is really Mm -hmm. top notch Mm -hmm. humor it's really highbrow humor Mm -hmm. and and so then that was filtered into since we both felt like losers we're like what if we have a woman who also feels like she's fallen from her tower and and we um you know base it off of that but we base it in something that we care deeply about which was our broken justice system Mm. and so it was about public defenders Mm -hmm. and it was funny and it was funny (laughs) and you know got to utilize as many groundlings I I was hoping to utilize all the groundlings uh, if we got another season and and would you say that because you had this um, fabulous year on Saturday Night Live that opened the door for you to make this show would you say that I mean I think it definitely Mm -hmm. gave cred was this anyone farting in the elevator? I because wasn't I know in Groundlings it. I wasn't love in the show. Farting I just wrote sketch. it. Uh, was anybody some Groundlings like farting sketches, and some think they're just love. Like they very love farts at the Groundlings. I would not expect that from you, Felicity. Yeah, I'm not into it. Well, it's just something I'm aware of at that company. So, 
Oh, that there's a lot of farting sketches. Yeah. I like I like fart humor and elevator humor. Those are my top two. If but. you can fart in an elevator for this one, that would be really something. A hot box. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. face is almost moving. <laughs> I'm scared when she laughs. I know. Like, now we're talking. I'm thinking about it. It's like the sounds came out, but the <laughs> eyes stayed well, they're stationary. Dead. They're very dead. <laughs> Ooh, wow. All right, we're at that time. Are we gonna really? Play a game? Okay. Can we, you believe it? It goes by so fast. So you know fast. why? Why? Because it's great. Oh, because we're multiple it, talking. Because we're having because fun. You're, you're, but as we always wonderful. do, we're gonna play a game. Okay. Before we lose Michaela, but she she's from a, the okay. improv group. You probably know about improv games. Sure. I looked them up online. Wow. Uh, this is one called Alphabet. We're gonna tell a story. Uh huh. We have to start with the letter A, and just one sentence at a time. Use each letter of the alphabet to tell a story. Going clockwise. Tell any story? Or any or? story. I'm going to tell a story. T- give me an A name. Andrea. I'll start. And we'll go this way. Okay. And then you're going to start with the letter B for your part of the story. Okay. Right? Felicity is C. I am well, We get the rest of it. English is not my first language. We have different alphabet. Okay. Oh, what's your alphabet? From so many different places. I never lived in one place more than one year Really? Yeah, and I'm almost 50, so that's 50 countries. That's 50 countries. What was your favorite? That's why her accent's a mishmash. Probably my, I went to college at a women's university. I majored in women's journalism. You majored in one year in women's journalism? Yes, in the Panama Canal. She sailed there. Mm -hmm. Is that a country? You can only get there by boat. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Andrea, that's right. Mm-hmm. How do we okay. know? Do we just play until... Um, until okay. we we'll feel like how. a natural ending we'll or okay. maybe or until I'm finished with okay. it. Andrea went to the supermarket. Because she was all out of cat food. Hmm. Cat food was her staple diet. Ooh. Does my cat like the wet food or the dry food, thought Andrea. Exactly. For now, I'm just going to go with dry food because I read an article about teeth and dry food. Mm Going to go ahead and buy that dry food. Hmm. Do I need any other groceries since I'm here? I am out of bananas. Just for potassium purposes only, not because I actually like bananas, she thought. Kit Kat would be a treat after a banana. Larry, Larry is standing in the produce aisle. He is my ex-boyfriend. My ex-boyfriend was abusive. No, not abusive, sorry. Obtrusive, I meant obtrusive. He would always walk in on me in the bathroom. Uh, Please forgive that I've changed the story to a first person account of my experience. (laughs) Quietly, I walk around the produce aisle because I don't want to see Larry. And yes, I'm speaking in first person now. Right then, I pass out. Shit you not. Passed out. Toes up. Underwear is showing. Very embarrassing. Yay! Yay. That Yay. was you are good at this. You're really good. Uh, very, hey, very good at this. We missed a letter. What? Which one? Oh. Hey, listeners, write us in with a missing letter and you'll <laughs> win a pass. Yeah, you a pass? Yeah. Just a free pass a pa- in life. When you do something wrong, you can say, There's my free pass. I'm not gonna self criticize. <laughs> Well, you know, I feel like I could talk to you for weekends worth of time. Why don't we? You want to go away for a weekend? I do. Let's take it. Put it on the books. Fun fact. Can we say where you live? Sure. Maybe we shouldn't. Oh. 
I feel protective. People mm, are going to be out somewhere where it's she's very nature. I mean, it's going to be hard to find Los it, Angeles adjacent. She lives very somewhere nature-y. where people go for getaways. Let's <laughs> just put it that way. <laughs> yeah. It'd be nice to go With there. my two ferocious dogs. So oh, don't even sweet think dogs. about mm, coming yeah. on my property. Yeah, that's true, mm. right? They're big. And See, we don't need guns. Just get ferocious dogs that have a screw loose. Rescue a freaking dog. Exactly. You used to live in a house with someone with guns. You're protected the rest of your life. I have three. Nobody is ever... Going to mm-hmm. come into my house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Before Thank you can you. lock and load, you'll lose a limb. That's right. Uh, That's right. Thank you, Michaela Watkins. Thank you, Michaela Watkins. Thank you so much. We adore Thank you. Thank you. I adore you all. Can I get a picture of you that looks like you're talking for our Okay. <laughs> Multiple Talking Women is hosted by Lauren Burns, Ariane Price, and Lisa Shurga. And produced by Carafano and Amelia Misco at Stampede Ventures for the Stampede Podcast Network. Okay, I'm done now. <laughs>